You are listening to the Her Money Matters podcast, episode number 10. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, motivational money coach, Jen Hemphill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. Oh my gosh, I have so much to tell you. I am so happy you joined me today that you are back. Or if it is the first time that you're turning in to the Her Money Matters podcast, thank you so much for joining me. This is a Jen Hempel. I have to tell you, it's been so much fun looking at the stats and seeing listeners literally from all over the world. So thank you for your support. It really, really means the world to me. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Remember in episode one, I told you that every once in a while, I'm going to give you a sneak peek inside my life. So today is one of those days and I'm calling it just the inside my life edition. Couldn't come up with anything better. So I might change it in the future. Who knows? <laughs> but so each time that you see this as a part of the title, you'll know that in that episode, you'll get a glimpse into my life. Now, recently, I came back from the most amazing adventure in Spain, which we went as a family for about two and a half weeks. And yes, we were blessed and we are grateful and so glad that we were able to give this trip and opportunity and experience to our boys. And today I wanted to share with you some of my reflections and some of the money lessons that I've learned for the next time, or not even necessary money lessons, but lessons in general. But before I get into it, I thought I'd uh, share with you and give you a sh- give someone a shout out because recently I had the opportunity, uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, if you don't know already. And I posted a picture because when I'm, I'm got the opportunity to meet one of my online buddies, uh, Kelly in Madrid, Spain. And so I posted a photo of that, of our lunch and how much of a great time that we had together. And a listener commented on that photo. Her name is Kim. And she said that she was listening to episode five. And that was the episode where I interviewed Adriana Domingos Lufer. And how she loved it. And she also went to say, because she says at Jen Hill, at Jen Hempel, because that's how you do it uh, on Instagram when you tag people. That episode inspired me so much that I literally logged onto my work website and set up an amount every month to go into my savings account. So she took action from something she heard on that particular episode that completely inspired her. So I completely love that. So Kim, I have to tell you how much it touched my heart to hear that because this for me, literally and genuinely, it's what it's all about. It's really touching the lives of someone like you and making a difference. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. 
and Kim, if you're listening today, I have to tell you, I stalked you a little. Uh, and because I'm honest, I'm letting you know. But I found out that Kim is super crafty, which is definitely not me. I have a story on it. I don't know if I'll share it or not. Maybe I'll tell it. But anyway, she has actually a shop on Etsy called Kim Art. And she makes these really, really cute embroidery hoop art. So all sorts of that says different things. Uh, that you want said. I'm sure you can customize it. And she also makes these really cute wedding hair crowns, which if I had met you, Kim, about 15 years ago when I got married, I would so have gotten one of those as I think they're just so pretty. So because it's the inside edition, maybe I should tell you uh, my non-crafty moment. So this is... (laughs) Okay, I'm laughing because I'm going back, uh, back in time. And uh, basically, this was, this all took place. So I want you to envision, this is a Christmas party where my husband is basically the boss of these people, right? And in this Christmas party, they have um, also activities and just a lot of fun stuff to have uh, people be engaged in the party and just have a good old time and they get prizes out. It was just a good old time. Anyway, so at one part of the Christmas party, <laughs> they had a uh, volunteer. Well, it wasn't even volunteers. They just kind of picked someone from each table uh, to go up to the stage or to their, what they made a stage. And the idea behind this was you had, they gave you like a uh, piece of uh, construction paper. I think it was just a piece of construction paper or paper and some stickers. And since it was a Christmas party, the idea was that you had to put the paper um, behind your back and create kind of basically with your hands because you had no tools. All you had was the paper and stickers and you had to form a Christmas tree and decorate it behind <laughs> behind your back. So you're not able to see at all what in the world is going on or what you're doing. Fortunately, with the wives in this uh, in this setting, they knew I was not crafty because I'm very upfront, very direct. And since a lot of the spouses there love to craft, I had to tell them that I am just not that person. They probably didn't want that anyways. So of course, after you create, they give you a certain, oh, and this is timed, mind you. So this is timed. And so the timer went off and it, what did you have to do? You have to show... <laughs> what you created. Well, needlessly saying, mine was not that pretty. I don't think it even looked or resembled a Christmas tree. Very sad. So that's just a little story, just kind of off off the tangent of what we're getting into. But I thought I'd share it with you just since I have told you I'm a little goofy, I'm a little crazy. So there you go. You get a little inside scoop uh, in my life of who I am. (laughs) So that is that story. So let me go ahead and talk about the vac- uh, our vacation. So as I told you, I'm going to share the good, just my reflections on the on the vacation and some of the lessons that actually I've relearned. It's not necessarily learned, but I've actually relearned because I'm just a stubborn person and sometimes there's some things I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is with me. Anyways, so let me tell you first a little bit about the trip. It was just, I'd, I've already told you it was amazing. So of course, I told you that we went to Spain and it was about two and a half weeks. And uh, we started off in Madrid because that's where my brother lives. But we really spent the least amount of time there because we went to Madrid 
spent a couple days, saw, it was really, really beautiful, very, very historic, some beautiful sights in Madrid. And what's really neat about Madrid, being the big city it is, being that it's the capital, I felt a sense of security. Because then usually in like these big cities like New York and Chicago, you feel like you have to clutch your purse and just being careful because it's a big city. You got to, you know, there's crime. And of course there's crime in Madrid, but there's, it's just a sense of laid back. It was just really interesting. So we were there a few days and we took the, what they call the fast train, which is the Ave uh, train. And we went to Barcelona. I have a childhood friend uh, that lives there. So we went out to see her also, of course, do the touristic thing. Uh, saw the Sagrada Familia, the, the famous cathedral that they are con- still, in, <laughs> it's still in construction uh, and other uh, historic parts of Barcelona. So that was really cool. So we just did that for a few days, then took that train back uh, to Madrid. And from there, (laughs) we hopped on another train, but a much longer train. It wasn't fast uh, or as fast as that Ave train. And we went to a region of Spain that's called Galicia. So we went to the opposite side. So we went to the northwestern part of Spain. Beautiful. It's mountainous. Uh, of course, you've got the beach. So we went from one beach in Barcelona to one coast, I should say, to the other side. So a region called Galicia. And there really we spent the majority of our time. We spent a whole week there, uh, granted or uh Yeah, basically rented this beautiful uh, place. I was just like a house. So it's a hotel, but it's kind of situated. They renovated some, uh, an old, older house or houses and they made it. It's kind of like, I guess you could say a bed and breakfast, but basically we had a whole house to ourselves. So it was really, really cool. So we toured around there, um, just got to see what's called Finestre, which is uh, what explorers way, way back in the day thought was the end of the world because you go there and it looks literally like it's the end of the world. Like there's nothing else that could go beyond that ocean. And we also did, of course, different beaches. We went to an island called Isla de Ons. Uh, so much that we did, um, we uh, did like a tour to see how they farm mussels. Uh, of course, we tried octopus. My uh, old, my youngest actually loved octopus. Uh, my husband and I had already had it, but in that region, it's famous for octopus, among some other things. And uh, my youngest really liked that. My oldest liked more the calamari. And what else did we do? Oh, for me, one of the highlights was in um, that area we were we were staying at it was a town, a uh, little town called Padron. And there they have a tradition every year and they have a donkey race. Yes, a donkey race. So that was pretty interesting to see uh, because uh, besides it's just the Spaniards, it seems like they take anything that they could make uh, and celebrate and just have a party. And it was a good old time. I mean, pretty much, I mean, the fa- all the families, kids were out till like you know, past midnight, I think. Uh, I didn't make it past midnight. But, um, and the, it was interesting because it was a donkey race. The ladies, uh, it was kind of like Kentucky Derby style where they had uh, made their hats and had like donkeys on them. Some had flowers, but there were some donkeys on it. So there you see the donkey from Shrek hanging on, uh, hanging on their uh, hat or uh, glued on their hat. So that was pretty interesting. 
And uh, we also, because we were so close to um, to the border of Portugal, we went ahead and drove down to Portugal to a town called Porto, which is uh, popular for its wines, uh, for its, uh, of course, its historic sites uh, and their bridges. And it was really, really neat to just get, you know, and th- that same trip actually go into another country. So that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so that I wanted to just tell you real quick, just so you get an idea of what we saw. It was fantastic. What an opportunity. Definitely blessed. Definitely grateful. So in that, I had some reflections uh, and some uh, lessons that I've relearned, as I mentioned. And the first, uh, what I called the first reflection or the good that I found is we were able to do, there was a lot of firsts for the whole family. So for the four, for the four of us. And, um, so it was really, really special to do that as a family. So, um, it was a big vacation in terms that it costs because it was the four of us. Of course you have to multiply airline, airline tickets by four. It was international and it was almost three weeks. It was under three weeks. Um, so it took, some work and discipline to save the money, but it was really so worth it. And for me, the fact that we gave the kids that experience, our boys, and we saw places for the first time for all of us and had those, some of the experience of trying some new things, granted the octopus, my husband and I had tried, but there were some other things that, uh, you know, the, the Spaniard paella that I had never had in Spain. That was not, that was really good. The gazpacho, things of that sort that we've had never had. We were able to experience it together for the first time. So for me, it meant a lot. So that was one reflection that I had. And the second reflection that I had is that time stays still for no one. And we know that, but sometimes we tend to forget about it, even though we know it. And I know my oldest has six more years of school before he graduates, which hit me not too long ago because he himself decided to tell me that little fact. Uh, Needless to say, I was not ready to hear that. I'm still trying to accept the fact that he's going to be turning 13 years old. He's going to be a teenager in a few months. And then he decides to tell me that, that he'll be graduating high school in six years. Not, not cool. Not cool. Uh, I, you know, I'm sure if you're a mom, you understand that we need some time to accept these. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. These things. Anyway, so him telling me that and it, and just, it just really, made me evaluate me. Am I being the best mother I can be? Am I spending enough time with my boys? I don't want to spend out, uh, really miss out on those uh, special moments. And before I know it, they're out of the house. Uh, this is another reason for these vacations, right? To have those memorable moments as a family. And plus, early on, my husband and I made that decision that when we had kids, I would stop working so I could be home. He, with his job, it's demanding. So he's away enough, enough that I didn't want another parent 
to be not in the house or be away. Uh, so I just wanted someone to be there consistently. Of course, that was me. So I stopped the nine to five job when my oldest was born, precisely not to miss on those moments. But then I've decided to start a business, which what happens? It takes time. So at times I really struggle and I'm sure some of you are there with me with that work-life balance where yes, there's some things that you need to do and especially as an entrepreneur, uh, there's a lot of sacrifice <laughs> that you need to make, but you also have to find that balance uh, with your life to make sure that you don't take away from your family. So it, there's always a struggle with that. So that's my second reflection that I had. And the third one is that for us, for some reason, these new surroundings definitely help with family bonding. It's, of course, it's always good to get away from your normal surroundings, but I don't know what it is about it that it does something for family bonding. Of course, I'm sure that not having internet access all the time was a big help, right? I know my husband and I need to do more work on not being so attached to our phones. It's actually a whole family issue with the kids on can be attached to electronics if we don't watch it and all that stuff. So it's all, it's a whole family issue. But uh, so yeah, so definitely just the new surroundings is definitely helps with the family bounding. We've, we just had such a great time and uh, created some great memories. And the uh, fourth reflection that I had is, is that it's not just about financial freedom, but putting that money extra money to work. And let me explain to you what I mean by that. As I mentioned earlier, this is a fairly big trip on the money side. So having that financial freedom for us definitely helps. So we we don't have any debt, which frees up some money, which if we put it to work for us, that's the key word, put it to work, then it obviously helps us uh, go on the vacations they want, we want. Because you really can have freed up money, um, that meaning money that you can use as you please. But if you don't have a plan for it, and you'll hear me talk about this and probably a whole lot, if you don't put it to work, it's not doing you any good and you're not reaping the benefits of that extra money. So financial freedom is great, but you have to put that money, to, extra money to work. You can't just let it sit in your bank account because guess what? It's going to disappear somehow. Trust me. And I'm sure you've had that happen where you find, well, what happened? We had all this money. What? How did we spend it all, right? And the fifth reflection that I had was that really this experience, um, we're fortunate that our boys are at an age where they can appreciate uh, trying new things. They can appreciate cultures. They can appreciate and are willing to see and try new things and go to these to art museums, which I was didn't know how that was going to go. Uh, so we were able to expose them to different things that they were willing to do. So that was awesome. And because of that, the boys are excited to help plan the next vacation, which of course, with my guidance, but they can, um, they're really wanting to participate in, in having a say so where they want to go next, because that's our thing. We want to be going on these trips year after year, uh, especially take uh, making sure that we make 
time count because as I mentioned, time stays still for no one. Our, our kids are going to grow up so fast. And before you know it, they're not in your lives all the time anymore. So got to make it count right now uh, in the moment. So those are the reflections that I've had and just had them had in my thought and my thoughts and I wanted to share with you. And I also wanted to share with you some lessons that I've relearned because this is something that I've learned, but for some reason, my stubbornness, uh, here I am again. So first lesson is that you always, always expect to spend more than you think. So you want to have this good buffer. And, but the thing is, no matter how much of a buffer for this I have created, I still have a time with, I have a hard time. Uh, I know that in trips, unexpected things happen. You end up spending more. And I do create a buffer for that, but I'm slowly but surely learning to let go and be okay with this because I literally have a hard time with this. I'm like OCD on it because I have this thing where I have, we have the account specifically for the trip. So if money from other, another account has to come for that trip, it's not the trip money. And I, for some reason, I have a hard trouble. I have trouble with that. So basically, and we had a plan this uh, train ride for, to Barcelona, which is that fast train that I told you about, and a car rental when we were in um, Galicia. But then for some, I wasn't told <laughs> that we needed another train ride. So, uh, you know, train rides are not necessarily cheap. Uh, so, um, and then another reason why I want to share with you this is that the other thing that had happened is that I didn't really plan, I didn't um, reserve the spots for the area of Galicia where we stayed the most at. My brother was helping with that. But what we learned was in in Spain. So I'm thinking also in Europe. I haven't traveled as Europe, in Europe as, as much because I was way younger. So I don't remember any of this. But they have smaller beds. So for example... We have some points that we can use towards the Starwoods uh, hotels, like the Sheraton, like the Westin and all that. So that was my intent too, since we have a lot of points, I was going to use that. But what they do is in one room, they only allow three people. And in one room, they only have two single beds, as in not usually here in the States, you get two beds, but it's like full-size beds, like you can sleep no kidding, two people on each bed, right? So therefore you can have four people, which is perfect because we're a family of four. So in this place, which we ended up getting, we had to get two rooms. So that's double the cost <laughs> more than I was expecting to pay. Uh, so that was a little uh, tough to swallow. And so that's a tip for you. If you haven't traveled to Spain, just keep that in mind. When you look on a look on uh, online for your different rooms, they are smaller beds. So if you're traveling with a family, just keep that in mind. And um, oh, and by the way, I just want to sh uh, share this with you that I found. Uh, well, I shouldn't say the one in Galicia, but the the apartment that we rented because we rented an apartment. I found it through a site that's called uh, VRMB, which is vacation. Let me see. It's called vacation rentals by owner. And I know I started with 
the other site that there's a lot of buzz on, which is called Airbnb, where you can search for vacation, rental homes, and so forth. But I don't know. For some reason, it just didn't jive with me. I didn't like it. So I found this other one, VRNB. So the vacation, what did I say? It was vacation rentals by owner dot com so vrmb.com and it was just for me it was just a better user experience and that's where i found a fantastic deal on that apartment that we rented in barcelona and so what i did was i looked there and then i took myself over to tripadvisor because if you don't use tripadvisor i would totally recommend that you use it and then i would go to tripadvisor and look for that particular rental or and I would see what the feedback was so because yes yes on VRMB you can also get feedback and just reviews I should say um, but I wanted to see what others said as well so that's that's what I do just in case that is helpful uh, to you and the second the lesson that I learned is that it is what it is I'm always come back from vacation I'm like well I should have done this I could have planned better but it is what it is. The next trip, I find myself saying the same thing. And guess what? The next trip, I'll probably say the exact same thing. So I really have to, and this is important for you too, if you deal with this, is that it really enjoy the moment and just be grateful for the memories that you created in that trip. And that's it. It is what it is. <laughs> and lesson number three uh, for me that I've relearned um, I did a little better this time, but goodness, uh, is you need to plan some downtime post vacation. And especially after this long trip, because we were gone for uh, two and a half weeks or so, this was definitely an absolute must. Uh, for whatever reason, I haven't able to really fully learn this. We got in on a Thursday and already I had business appointments scheduled on my calendar for Monday. So yes, we, I had some time to recoup and ease into our, you know, basically our family routine a little bit, but it gave me no time to ease into business. It was literally just getting back to it. And, uh, I did have a little bit, you know, some stuff already done as far as obviously the podcast, all that stuff ready to go, but I, I definitely, that's something that's, I think, very important because you feel rushed. You feel like, uh, oh, a little overwhelmed, like <laughs> you just don't feel as productive. So definitely schedule some downtime post vacation. So you can just easily transition in, uh, to back to your routine, to your business routine, to your family routine and all, all that good stuff. So yeah, that's what I wanted to uh, share with you today. I want to really challenge you to find out what you're passionate about doing with your family and not only to plan it, but to execute that plan. Because for me, is is those vacations. Those are so special for me and doing those with my family. So I want, you to, I want to challenge you to, if it's vacations or just find out what it is you're passionate about doing that you're not doing plan it and execute it. And as I mentioned, we know too well that time stays still for no one. So I encouraged you to live life to the fullest, to live with intention and with purpose. So that is it today. I'm going to wrap it up. 
I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show. Be sure to uh, check out the show notes. I'll be sure to link up some photos. Um, you'll, you're able to find them on Instagram. Um, you can find me at Jen Hempill. You just at Jen Hempill on Instagram, but uh, I'll, tr- I'll try to link up or put some f- uh, photos from my trip on the show notes, so you can check that out there. Uh, and just uh, just basically the summary of the show today at jenhempill.com forward slash ten. That is jenhempill.com forward slash ten as an episode ten. So also I want to remind you. Uh, to, don't forget to claim your free gift that I have for you, which is called the Jumpstart Your Money Mini Guide, which gives you just a simple, non-overwhelming place to start your budget. And you can definitely find that in the show notes. So again, jenhempill.com forward slash 10 is in episode 10. So thanks for listening and we will talk again next Thursday. Have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast all about making your money management simple and practical. For being a VIP listener, I have a special free gift for you. It arises from a question I get most often, which comes down to feeling lost and having no idea where to start. That's why I created this Jumpstart Your Money mini guide to help busy women like you finally start with a clean slate and take the action you need with your budget without the overwhelm. You can find it at the end of each episode at jenhempill.com forward slash podcast.